Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This week on Up to 90, we talk Seinfeld with Jim Elliott. Welcome We've to the studio, Jim. Yeah. Do you know what? I just had a flashback when we said um, the name Jim there. Do you remember Earthworm Jim? Earthworm Jim, great video game. Oh, Earthworm. fantastic video game. But, but hang on, the cartoon. The cow. Yeah, was the, the cartoon, cartoon was after the video game. The video oh, game was first. That. Yeah, I have, was play- first. I have played the video game. Would you have gotten a lot of Oops. slagging the time of Earthworm Jim? No, oh, that was a great thing. That's okay. like that episode of The Simpsons where there was a character on TV named Homer Simpson and he was really cool and Homer got really into it and then by the episode three they turned him into a buffoon. They never did that with Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim was a badass. Oh, he was always yeah, cool. True. And also he did succeed in humanizing a whole species. Mm. Like even now I'm like, what's Earthworm Jim? When was the last time we saw a worm? What's happening to worms these days? <laughs> are they going the way of the bees? Is that it? Or well, like, the, bees, oh, the it people is... that care are like, ah, oh, there's way less of them there used to be. And I I'm know. like, that sounds like a positive, but all right. But are the worms, I know, because I was saying this the other day, I was I thought, <laughs> I was listening to a radio station and they were talking about how um, insects are on the decline and they were sounding really sad about it. But yeah. I, thought they, I, thought, I thought they had said incest is on the decline. So ah. I was like, surely this is a good thing. This is a good I just move was in this country, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all the central hmm. heating now. Incest is completely on the way out. But, <laughs> yeah, worms, are they okay? <laughs> What's the story with them? I think they're okay, yeah. It's only certain but I haven't seen weather. a big, thick worm in a long time. Sorry, Do you the worms of our youth? Uh, now, listen, <laughs> we can't keep referencing this every episode. Yeah, we can. It's your life. Look, we had, we had Simon on the last week, and there was a lot of editing involved. Okay? You're the one a who lot decided of to get involved in a celebrity relationship, man. What celebrity do you think? That's not, uh, apparently, you think that's not... but that does warm my cockles. Thank you, Tim. Um, but was yeah. your engagement not on the 6-1? That's what I saw. On RT News, yeah. Well, it same thing. Yeah. Is it? No, but it is. Ah, uh, yeah, did no. It RT it News? Um, I saw it got tweeted by a bunch of people who did Check clearly. It did, yeah. But when the I, actual I TV did, news? well, all no, he did was put up a picture of. I'm saying no longer single in Finglas just, or wherever the hell you were. Uh, in Dingle, Dingle, sorry, yeah. in Finglas. I love it. My cousin now, who did get married in Dingle, I'm sure is starting to sweat that people think uh, she got married in Finglas. And not that there's anything wrong with Finglas, but Dingle is probably a better wedding destination. It also runs um, single. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, it just, but that was ages ago. That was Easter, was it? But you see, he never puts up pictures of us. So I think that was it that people were like, Oh, this must be the moment. Up to ninety, up to ninety, up to ninety with Emma and Julie. Oh, oh, oh. 
Do you not like that he never puts up photos? The caption. Well, it's it's an issue I don't bring up much, except maybe multiple times every day. Um, But I mean, I did say to him, just give the people what they want. But sure, he wasn't up first. You get salty with him if he doesn't like your your post fast enough. Salty what? He does. uh, He'll give it an out like and stuff. Give it an um, all like. Yeah, he's he's not a man for the comments, really. Oh yeah, who comments on Instagram? Is well, I'm trying to think. Well, your partner wouldn't be commenting on your stuff on social media, would he? No. Well, he has an Instagram, but he doesn't use it. Like he hasn't. He set it up. I'd say three years ago. I have an Instagram. I only post stories, and I only do that. Oh yeah. uh, I I average maybe once a week. Like no, uh, it's great because Shane uses Twitter, but he'd rarely tweet. If he tweets, it's because he's walking home from a match on his own, hammered. Yeah, and, he, yeah, and he's yeah. got to get these thoughts out somewhere. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he's, you know, he's found a sock great on that. the side of the road. He's like, that looks like a dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. That's it funny. Because uh, I was able to track him one year when the snow was really bad. Yeah. And he was hammered to make sure he was getting home okay. He was tweeting? Yeah, she he wouldn't text Twitter. you, but oh, he was I tweeting. No, 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 he was just taking pictures of the snow and stuff. And he was like, uh-huh. this is amazing. Ano- another another good way to track partners, um, just a top tip, is a Fitbit. Good for tracking mm. steps. That's another oh, just a top you tip. You exerted yourself today while a I was out, didn't tip. you? Oh, you got a lot of steps in, didn't you? Um, so that's another top tip. Did you read about how uh, the there are uh, uh, unscrupulous elements in Afghanistan and Iraq who are able to figure out very clearly where all of the soldiers that live there are are, are being housed because all of their Fitbit data is public. No. And they're all 21-year-old Marines and they go for runs every day and no it's not hard way. to figure out. Yeah, 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 that was a little egg on the face there for the old Fitbit. Yeah. But oh, you know Lord. what though? Cause, but then so many people like, who was your man who got done for robbing a bank and it was the Fitbit... I didn't hear about that. That caught him out. Oh. And like, what was really funny about that was obviously that man woke up in the morning and he was like, I'm I genius. have two jobs today. Yeah. Well, I've one <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I'm going to rob a bank, but also I've got to get my steps he in. He was on the way home from the bank and his watch <laughs> goes, and he goes, oh, nice, 10,000. Yeah, because you are essentially Fantastic. voluntarily tracking yourself. What was the name of the guy? It wasn't Orwell. Uh, it was Kevin McGowan, actually. He gave me some name. You might, I don't know, you might, you guys might know it. It's some guy beginning with H. But you know the way Orwell was all talking about, like, super, you know, the fact that we're going to be... Yeah, surveillance like, and all that. Yeah, yeah surveillance yeah, yeah. and all that. But there was another guy after him, apparently, who said, oh, but we're going to volunteer for this surveillance. Oh, Huxley, yeah. It's Brave New Huxley! World versus 1984. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah. 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 Isn't that interesting? Mm. Have you read Brave New World? I prefer it to 1984. No, but I am no? going to reference it. Didn't come out during the 90s, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Doesn't, oh, yeah, didn't come out. But you see, now you've given mm. me the name, so now I'm going to say to people, oh, have you read yeah, yeah. Brave Sounds New World? Oh, it's very good. What do you do yeah. when somebody asks you if you've read something that you haven't read, but you know about it, so you want to talk about it? You know what I do? I go, not in English. Oh, Jim, stop it. great answer. It's a great That's answer. Top shelf stuff. Red Huxley, yeah, but not in English, so I, I probably missed a bunch. Wow. I I don't have a whole lot of faith. You put a lot of faith in the translator, you know, when you read That's it. That's a top so tip. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, I wow. think I'm. All, I think I would always be honest and say I haven't read something for fear that I would be like Rachel in that Friends episode. Remember with the Pride and Prejudice and Phoebe. Oh yes. Tells her that there were robots. You guys, yeah. Friends. You fans? don't want to be that girl. Yeah, like we well we we did discuss friends. I think we'd all agree the first few series that was the episode that we were in a bit of a rush that day 
and we met in a loading bay. Do you remember I was on my way to do a gig? And I was like this, and I just thought we'd do a nice kind of, just yeah. a nice condensed topic. I was going to look at like friends. A couple in their mid-50s with no money who's having an affair with each other. And you just have oh, to meet in like parking lots. We've like when like it's the winter and it's rainy year, and wet. You and can get in... an office with like this. Like this is our hotel room. You're like, I saved up all year and we're actually going to get a hotel well, room. It Usually it's insane. in the park. or in It is. Deserted one of the streetlights is out on my street. We can just go do it in the car well, out there. <laughs> we do meet in deserted car parks and on occasion like a taxi driver will pull, pull up beside us. Yeah. Everything okay, girls? Expecting yeah. a full show. Yeah. And I put, I'm just putting my top back out. I'm like, we're just doing the podcast. That kind of thing. And you guys are talking and exerting yourself, so it's probably kind of foggy inside. Like, I think maybe we should, maybe we should actually milk this a bit more, Emma. Yeah, absolutely. I think this Patreon, if we do ever start the Patreon, we can have just a special tear. Just a video of us. um, In a steamy car. In our foggy car. Doing the, uh, doing the Titanic hand on the foggy glass yeah. sing smack and then and then it it's the streak it, that gets yeah. it there's a lot of condensation involved when we record mm-hmm. in the car what the fuck um, are you doing Judy in fairness I don't know Jim, if that boat hadn't sank do... there would have been one guy on the Titanic who just got back in his car in New York and was like what the hell stinks in here what the hell happened <laughs> to my car I trusted oh. that valet. Oh. I tipped that valet. Titanic. Did you have Still you been? sex smell? Yeah, have you? Oh. Like, the, so, and you know what? I bet one of them was poor. That's what it smells like. Joe, it smells like comb, but it's stale it comb. Stinks. It's stale. It's stale. Oh. One of them, you guys, was staying on the seventh floor. This is not. This is not posh. Yeah. Oh, anyway. It is. It, yeah. Oh God. What did you think, Titanic? Back in the day. Eh. I, uh, was one, was it one for the girls? Yeah, my sister was was huge into it. She oh, probably yeah. saw huge it a whole, into whole, whole bunch. I mean, how could you not be? Huge I into know. It? Yeah, I, that's that part I understood. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. He's gorgeous. Were you into Kate though? I sure. I mean, I think what, was... year did, what year do we think? Without checking our phones, what year do we think Titanic came out? I'm gonna um, let say. Me see. Oh, let me see. Let me see. I think it's tw- I think it's twenty years ago. No, yeah, twenty one years ago. Okay, see, because by that time, I would have had the internet, which means that going oh, to the movie okay. for the hot chick is no longer. It used to be one of the primary ticket purchasing impetuses for for a teenage gym. Like, <gasps> well, what's this this action movie? Because eighties action movies and nineties action movies, there was always a scene halfway through where some girl got her boobs out for, yeah, no, for no reason, like yeah, Honey, yeah. No like Honey Berry. Do you remember Honey Berry? That in Swordfish was the is the and single you know funniest what? scene in film. It's like, yeah, because it's, it, it's got nothing to do with the plot at all. Hugh Jackman walks out. She's out by the pool. Mm. She's got the reflector up over so you can't see her. And Hugh Jackman's like. Uh, where are the keys? I need to borrow the car. And she, and she lowers the, the reflector down. and she goes, I think they're on the table. And she picks them back up. But there was yeah. that whole thing. She got paid like $30 million for that one scene. Yeah. And she was like, all right, I can do it for this one thing. And it was so obviously filmed later and, and just know- crammed into the movie and useless. As you say, oh. there was no need for her to no. be topless. Now. I forgot that it was a reflector. I I, it it could have been a newspaper. I don't remember. No, it could have been a magazine. Right. Yeah, she yeah. was holding up something. She was holding up something and then dropped it. And it's like, hello, titties. Yes. Like, there you go. Halle Berry's. She she, paid millions extra for that. Like, five houses, millions. It's fine. I would do the same, man. I mean, I would. I mean, come on. Of course. Like, let's let's be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would you? And you'd never. Make me an offer. But you would never. See, I think you'd never look back on that, though, and regret it. As you're older. No. If you're like an old woman, like out on your deck, you'd be like, yeah, I looked fucking You'd be like, yeah. And you know what? In my late 20s, early 30s, I had some cans on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They looked great. See I this house? So. See this house? Yes. Yeah, these bought it. Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, all right. 
Well, because Susan Sarandon, she talked about that. She was in, um, uh, she did this like lesbian sex scene when she was younger. Oh, yeah. And she was talking about how she was like, uh, she was like, my kids just want me to shut up about it. But I just think I looked fucking hot. Like she was talking about the fact she always rewatches it because she was like, I was just fucking beautiful. (laughs) Look, (laughs) I would love to have... A, A, I would love to have the discipline to spend like 12 weeks getting in great shape. And then once I've done that, I would love to have a professional crew of lighting people and cinematographers and makeup people to film me walking around naked or doing whatever and set to beautiful music and edited perfectly. And I just had like a a 15 second clip of like (laughs) Pete Jim. Are you kidding me? I'd have that playing on a loop in my house. Jim, I feel yeah. like you've really thought about this like, I, before. I, You're like, God I, damn it, it's this never year. occurred to me before. This but year, I'm going to do. It. I'm going to get the fifteen happen, second. Man. I'm not going to get. I'm never getting back no. to. Apps. But I think it's I, not happening. Uh, but who it's could too be hard? That's the thing. Stage. Who could? I don't have fifteen hours a week to spend on it, and I'm not going to stop drinking beer. The people we're with have seen us naked. They've seen us breathe in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think. I would. I looked at Vogue Williams recently and I did think maybe, maybe I want to do it. Maybe I want to commit, but it's just a lot of effort. You want to go and spend eight months? And instead of, you could, here's what you could do with that eight months worth of time. You could spend that much time and calories getting in marathon shape. You ever wanted to run a marathon? Not really. I mean, your man died at the end. Exactly. Why did Mm. everybody think this was a good idea? Um, Or you could become mildly proficient in a language you don't speak. You and could, start you could get reading to, Brave New You worlds. could get to basic level Japanese in the yeah. same amount of time it would take you to get abs. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which would you rather have? Um, God, I want the abs. Probably abs. Yeah, I know. Me yeah, too. To oh, God. I mean, no. What's Japanese for abs? It would be nice. I, I start telling, I start speaking I Japanese to somebody there like, uh, I'm Chinese. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. God Fuck. damn it. And then you lift up your shirt, look at these. <laughs> And they go, well, now I will listen. Yeah. 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 Um, I, well, I've, do you know what? I've never had. Have you had abs? Yeah, because I was super skinny like my whole life. And Were I played you? It, yeah, yeah, I've, I'm, yeah. And, Were you yeah, into sports I don't like stuff? how <laughs> surprised you fucking. Yeah, thanks. No, you are I like that that's a my, saying, mystery. Like, no, dude, you're I had like, like super skinny. I had like, like I'm visible thinking... hip bones for okay. like well into my 20s. You know like what I mean? Like the pink, like that kind of. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with that. But you know, like as a result, and I did pants. play a little bit of sports, not much, and I didn't really work out much. But okay. because I had like zero percent body fat, just naturally, I didn't, I did not earn this. Yeah. Then yeah, you would have like abs were visible. Okay. Like, so and that that was kind of cool. Um, so did you ever um, have abs? No, I didn't either. Thanks for asking. No, I got close maybe once, but no. no. Well, yeah, well that's because when you guys hit puberty, your body's like, okay, I'm gonna need another layer on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it fucks everything up. No, but I don't, I'm, I'm not really, I'd like to be, you know, you know, I'm trying to get fit at the moment. I like to be a bit tighter, but I don't, I don't You're back on, you're back into the abs. exercise now. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm doing like spinning. Spinning. Mm. Like soul cycle? Yeah. It's like fantasy cycle. But now I wouldn't have chosen it, but my daughter started doing spinning and she's like, would you come along with me? And I was like, okay. Huh. So the first one was pretty bad. Like I was scared how bad it was. Like I thought it was going to collapse. Like mm. It was really, like, it was bad. And I'd already be exercising before. I'd been doing, like, kettlebells and stuff. Mm. So I thought, like, my legs That's were... supposed st- to be serious. Yeah, I thought my legs were oh, strong. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? I thought I was going to black out, like, it was so bad. When I tried to get off, I had, like, jelly legs. And everyone was, That's like... That's great. Everyone was doing the stretches at the end. I was like... 
Like I'm just gonna lay here. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Like when I was going down the steps, like my legs weren't my own at all. Well, That's the, good. The, the second week was much better. Was the fine. last time okay. I went spinning, though, I didn't find it hard at all. I knew I was doing something wrong. What? Yeah, you found a because spinning class. Not I was hard? looking at the person. I told you about your man a few weeks ago. He was beside me in the spinning class, and he broke the bike. <laughs> like he was, the, he was going like hard. He crashed a stationary bicycle. <laughs> like. How he d- did he do that? Well, the, the seat, I don't know what, something came off, like the seat or whatever, and your man, the instructor, was like, do you want to stop? And he was like, no. He was like, I'm going to keep going with this. But he so. was going See, like proper look, hardcore. Whereas I obviously didn't have the intensity up enough because whereas he had literally broken the bike mm. with the sheer momentum, I was like, raindrops keep falling on my head. Like I was going for a leisurely cycle in the park. Your mascara was still perfectly in space. But were you place? sitting on your bum? Or were you standing? Well, you both. go, you go but through I both. Just they say stand yeah. up now and pump it. And then, yeah. Yeah. But I just wasn't. I think that's the problem is that it's very, it's very much kind of self-driven, isn't it, spinning? No, it's the guy in the front who's telling you yeah. what to do. But what I about the intensity, though? But well, sure, he, you control he goes, the intensity. I mean, yeah, well, so, but the guy says dial it up and dial it back. Yeah. And you can choose to not. Yes. But I you are paying was, for this. Like, you might as well listen I to this. I definitely wasn't doing it right. Do it. I don't know how you could do it without being bollocksed. Yeah, yeah no, I, I wasn't doing it right. An hour on a stationary bike with somebody getting the tempo on you, even with no intensity, is... Hard. Yeah, I'm no, I was doing. Fit. Are you wrong. secretly fit? No, absolutely you seem not. Like your your anaerobic yeah. fitness is no, up there. No, 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 no. You're actually doing like eight miles Definitely every morning that we not. don't know about. No, 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 You're no, running? no, no, no. Yeah. Um, but I ha- but no, I, 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 I have said that I'll go back to do because it is supposed to be great for the locales, the spinning. But I just wasn't doing it correctly. Hmm. I don't know how you were fucking that up. Well, I just wasn't. It's because the intensity obviously wasn't up enough. I feel like the instructor is a little bit at fault here. Yeah, I think so. Let's blame the instructor yeah. for the fact blame that the I don't know. Come with me and Ella. Um, well, yeah, dude, you're in a room. The bikes oh, are falling apart. The instructor's not paying time. attention. Like, clearly you're it in could, a... I think maybe it was the... Where, where do you do it? Meadowbrook. Is that in... Bleep that okay. out, if, unless they're a sponsor. We're not <laughs> oh, giving yeah, them nothing. Oh, yeah, do you know what? Burning Brands, Celebration no. Centre. Speaking of sponsors, we have to mention our sponsor. You guys have a sponsor? Yes, we have to mention yes. our sponsor. For this? Yes. <laughs> No, touche, touche, earthworm Jim. Poo, poo, poo. Poo to you. Who's okay. the sponsor? Big shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Kappenberg. Um, thank you for providing the, us and the general public with delightful ciders to get us through the summer months. Yes, my friend Laura was out the other night and I um, let her have some of my Kappenberg. Ah, the stash. She was delighted. Which one did she go for? She actually went for the pear. It's my favourite, the pear. Yeah. But mine is still the passion Would you fruit. be fond of a pear cider, Jim? On a summertime day with a pint glass of ice? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing finer. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so big shout out to our, uh, our wonderful sponsor, Copperberg. Now, our guest today is pretty hilarious, as he probably <laughs> already copped, but I've just realised we haven't really done an intro as such no. for Jim. Jim is a one... I mean, I haven't planned an intro, so it is no. somewhat oh, disconcerting goes, making then. eye contact with what someone. What can you remember about me while I'm staring Jim a hole in your head? Jim is absolutely hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. You might gauge from his accent that he is from... Is it Baltimore? Uh, D.C., but close. D.C. 
PC. Okay, so it's going well so far. Yep. Um, and he's absolutely hilarious. You catch him in uh, the uh, wonderful clubs like the Laughter Lounge, yes. Comedy Crunch, mm-hmm. uh, Cherry Comedy, etc. Mm-hmm. He also hosts a fantastic event. I'm sure you've seen it on social media, etc. Called the Rose Battle, the Road Dublin um, Rose Battle, which Rose happens Battle on Dunham. a re- on a reasonably regular basis in Wheelands. That's where essentially soon, this, this Thursday, man, Thursday, We've July 11th. Brilliant. When does this drop? Uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. lovely. This yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Yep. Thursday. 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 Upstairs in Wheelands. We got, uh, if you don't know what a roast battle is, it's, it's, it's yes, uh, gonna... you guys have done this together. Yeah. Ooh. We were the first ever. I have. The first ever Footage of that. Oh, I, I have that I whole thing it, recorded. Emma. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. Jim. Can I post that on YouTube? Well, I, I tell you what. I'll you send can. it to you first and you watch it and you let no, me know no, if it's good. You absolutely can. Really? Well, I mean, would you like to watch it first? No, I've got I've recorded I most of there. Okay. I don't I don't think I'd feel any better by watching it. You know, kind of Could way. you no. maybe have a moment where we both say something? Because from what I recall, oh, yeah. there was a lot of us shouting over one another. <laughs> Would you agree, Jim? There was a decent <laughs> amount of that. There was a decent amount of you disagreeing with each other's tags halfway through them. Now, to be honest, <laughs> yes, because a couple of times the punchlines just didn't land because we wouldn't let the other get there. Yeah, no. but so there was know, a bit it of didn't that. Matter. It was a fantastic roast. I really, and if, you're, if your listeners have gathered from listening to it, you get two people on stage and they tell insult comedy jokes about each other as mean as they can, as yes. funny as they can. And they're supposed to take turns, but they can step on each other's <laughs> jokes. Uh, and then afterwards, the judges decide who was fair, the funniest and the meanest. We were the first ever. We, you guys were the first ever. So first maybe ever. people were slow to kind of, you know, Did we you go didn't hold back. on the night? First on the night, yeah. yeah. That's right, you guys were. First ever. I hope you realize that's a lot of trust that me and Ryan put into you. Oh yeah, I run it with Ryan Cullen, who's another yeah. guy who's a piece of shit, so you guys don't need to know about him. Um, he's not in the country <laughs> he's not in the guy ah, we, lives d- in uh, we do love Ryan though too oh I love Ryan too yeah. and he'll be there on Thursday but the two but. guys Jim and Ryan um, are very much like they're comedians comedians in the sense you know if you ask comedians who's funny in the sense that we are funny. not successful no but in the, you know if you ask comedians who do you think is funny oh. yeah yeah like people will always people say like funny? Jim and Ryan oh I don't think I'm funny. very funny <laughs> I don't think I'm um, yeah, very, very funny. They so they're great. Why just say I don't think I'm funny? I don't understand. Jim, you uh, know me. I, I know I'm, uh, and this is a little inside baseball for uh, y'all's podcast. Yeah. I know that I have learned the mechanics of stand up comedy, and so I can do well in front of a crowd. Yeah, but look yeah. at the material I do. I'm not changing the art form here, but there's an awful lot of pandering crap in there, and it's, uh, I don't think much of it. If I were someone else and I watched me, I'd be like, he gets a lot of laughs. But is he funny? I I think you're being really hard on yourself here. Well, yeah, that's how you get better. I think, yeah. well, this this is true. But, and it's something, you know, I think I would be accused of being hard on myself you as well. You are incredibly but hard on yourself. when I hear Jim coming out with someone, I thought, I'm like, Jim, was it the last weekend we were in the lounge? You absolutely killed it that weekend. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, stop I was gonna, now yes, okay exactly. cut his mic I'm just going to yeah. stop and cut take the compliment Jim, Thank you very sure much. you're not Irish what the fuck I've been like, here a while you've been here too long <laughs> nearly exploded there just trying to say thank you and thank you on. <laughs> where is that American confidence gone come yeah. on oh, no, I, I'll still take all the stage time that's on offer so I'm not so yeah, I'm not yeah, so yeah. down on myself I'm like oh, yeah, I don't deserve yeah. to go on stage like I'll go waste the audience's time absolutely but afterwards <laughs> I listen to the recordings of myself and I'm like boy there's really nothing worth salvaging here Oh. I love, I love um, your just your observations on See, I Irish think people. I are think just that's some really low hanging so fruit. Point. But but like, because I don't want to like you know burn your material here or whatever. But just even the stuff 
just, I mean, everything. Even people yeah, coming back on holidays and all that crack. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like so on point. Yeah. That, you know what I like best about that routine? That's, that routine's got a good rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a routine. I'm making fun of the phrase, the color of you, that thing yeah, that yeah, I always yeah. say to each other. And I really like the pacing of it. I think, I think it builds really well. And, uh, but that's the thing that I'm most proud of. It's brilliant. Like, observing that the crap that you people say to each other is nonsensical is not difficult. Like, yeah. like that's, yeah. that, I that's very, that yeah. feels like cheating to me. Because I'm like, you guys can't even hear it. Well, it's such a small place, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And you know what? Listening back to every now and again, I listen back to the podcast when I start a sentence and I don't finish it. And I think of you, Jim, when you talk about the fractured Mm -hmm. thoughts. Is that like an Irish thing that we have these fractured (laughs) thoughts? I think that's just a a conversational thing. Like, yeah, of course. If you if you're to transcribe a conversation between more than one person, it sounds off conversation more than anyway. If you're to transcribe a conversation, it's a lot of just people stopping and then other people starting talking. They never really finish the sentences. Perfectly. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. So anyway, so I'm, a, I'm a middling comedian in Ireland it's from hard, the States. I hate to say, but, but it is hard to be a comedian in Dublin at the moment. We're talking it? about, myself and Emma are talking about this all the time. Like, relative to where? Or relative well, to know, what time? No, but well, was, or just it sucks. Because I'll, <laughs> I'll go with that, yeah. Well, I think because myself, yeah, myself and Emma and I would talk about this a lot, but only today I was chatting to another comedian um, about this, like, how do you define working comic? It's really hard to make a living off comedy in this country. I couldn't at the moment. imagine. Like I have a day job. I sit in a cubicle. Like uh, of yeah, but, course, but and I would no, not be able yeah. to survive without and that there's day someone, job. Yeah, I have to have. And like I just think like it's yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's just a really hard. I think to make a living out of it, and also it's very hard to gauge like who is kind of like you know plowing ahead with the comedy and who is not because like so many fantastic comedians just aren't getting the opportunities these days because it's just not well like how many clubs are there the opportunities aren't there you know what I mean in Dublin alone you got the inter you got the lounge those are the only full time rooms then you got what are basically bar shows they're fantastically shows but they yeah, are yeah. just shows in a yeah. bar the yeah, bar does yeah, not yeah. need these so that's the crunch and the and and the cherry yeah. and the ansha and all those uh galway you got uh uh, uh, uh the roaching dove cork you got uh city limits mm. belfast you got the empire that's it yeah yeah that's it yeah like not many how are you gonna pay and a like mortgage? there's so many unreal com- unreal comedians that you might see maybe once or twice a year at a mm. gig you might share a stage with mm. them and you watch their session you're like oh my god I forgot how brilliant they were but you mightn't see them again for another like six months because yep. again it's just it's very I don't know it's very disconnected or something hence guys moment. like Ryan moving to Edinburgh yeah like where it's a much more affordable city and the gigs that he can reach via the rail network are enough to yeah. pay rent. yeah mm. I think uh, to be honest it's a sad state of affairs but I think the UK it's kind of the natural progression if just you want to pursue there. comedy. Yeah. And this is what it was like when I was coming up because I started doing comedy in DC at the open mic scene in, in Washington, DC. And that was uh and that was the same thing. You'd see guys, they would start out at the open mics there, and after about two and a half years, if they were really if they were talented and mm-hmm. ambitious, they'd be gone. Dude. They'd go to New York, they go to LA. Nobody okay. would stick the only reason yeah. they'd stick around DC is if they accidentally got somebody pregnant like okay. and they had yeah, to be yeah. a dad. And then they'd get a day job and they'd get good night and then but then they were stuck there. And, uh, you know, there's just not enough work. Yeah, like, yeah, What are yeah. you talking about? So if do you think it's just like a numbers game then that we just don't have necessarily even the population? If you're a computer programmer and you live in, I don't know, Bisbee, Arizona, you're mm-hmm. going to have to move to California. Yeah. You're not going to get work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you just, that's where the work is. So. Yeah. 
you know, where's the it's creative It's probably class? a tale as old as time, isn't it, really? You know, you just kind of migrate hmm. to where the work is happening. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that's the thing. It's I think like, it's a, like I think it's incredibly hard to be a comic in Dublin. Absolutely, especially yeah. a full time one. That said, I think comedy in Dublin is going gangbusters right now. Do you think there's so? gigs all over the place? Yeah, and there, yeah, yeah. And there's there's yeah. new bar shows popping up. That's that, uh, true. Yeah. Even though you're like, oh, look at these. It's these two college douchebags. They're setting up a bar show in the whatever pub. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the lineup they've got for next week. Damn man, you got some hitters on that lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Emma, Welcome you are right. to this comedy podcast. Yeah, You're exactly. Right, are babes. we just going to talk about comedy? The okay, whole time? come here. Let's just start the bloody podcast. All right. Let's start okay. the podcast. Now, um, so Jim, you are going to talk about a kind of, I suppose, a relatively unknown um, <laughs> comedy sitcom uh, really? that was just kind of a happening in the nineties. You call it what unknown? was it called again? Something beginning with this. Seinfeld. Yay! Doing jokes. Seinfeld. Were you a fan from day one? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, it was, it would have come, I guess the first episode was out in like, it was 30 years ago. 30 years ago this week, first episode came out. I could not believe when you said this. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like we planned it, Jim. Yeah, I know. And tell me, because it started in 89. So I would have been nine. So you didn't watch it then, though? Of did course, you? did you? It was on network television at seven thirty in the afternoon, like in the evening. Yeah, it was, it's not a it bad. Was, yeah, it was definitely family like, watching. Despite the fact that <laughs> in seasons three and four, you would get episodes where the entire episode was about, about masturbation or yeah, orgasms yeah. or contraception or something, and those would be the episodes where me and my siblings would sit there and pretend not to get any of the jokes because my course. mom loved the show, but my parents were kind of conservative about what humor. Uh, they were they would allow themselves to laugh at in front of their children. Okay. Of course, yeah. There's yeah. A, okay. So there's a great uh, story that I like to tell about my dad, and I'm I'm young. I guess I might have been about it. How old are you when you start having sleepovers? I had my buddy David over, and we'd stay in the basement and we'd watch movies and whatever, and get okay. pizza. And uh, do you remember the original Naked Gun movie? With, yeah, yeah, we okay. were just home in Naked Gun. Naked Gun's fantastic. But mm. so, so there's this one scene where uh, the lights are going down and Frank Drebin and whoever the love interest was, they start to make out. And then like, she goes, will we go to the bedroom? And Frank goes, yes, but I'm sure you uh, agree. I always practice safe sex. Cut to the bedroom and two people walk in from stage right and left and they're both wearing floor head to toe condoms. condoms. Giant yeah. condoms, right? It's so a sight gag. And then they start making out in the condoms. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm sitting on the couch and my buddy David is on my left and my father is on my right and we're watching this scene and they walk in off stage wearing the condoms and I go, what are those? And at the exact same time, I hear my buddy David go, condoms. And I hear my dad go, Halloween costumes. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And David was never allowed to come for Christ. a sleepover again. Uh, no, he was. Yeah, he came. We, we were around. He told me what was up when my dad left, and I was like, oh, "Well, I, get I only, it. I only copped like I would say three years ago." Um, that moment in Pretty Woman where she's like, "I've got red, I've got blue, I've got green." About what he's talking got, about? Yeah, there's and all kinds like, of jokes like that in eighties and nineties yeah. movies that I didn't get. <laughs> There's I was like, they're con- I just at this moment, I was driving on the M7, <laughs> and I just thought to myself, and do you know what it was? Because someone had handed me, you know, one of those gold chocolate coins. Oh, right. And, they and that's the like, moment yeah. she's yeah, like, I've got to go. Nothing's getting through this thing. I was like, condoms, ah, Julie. That's what that is. What there's, did you think they were? 
He didn't really know. Maybe balloons or something. Yeah, My yeah. auntie used to throw it on on repeat. Um, when she was living woman. her best life. Pretty woman. And like I was like whatever five or six. So That's I an could, adult. So movie. my my yeah my my part my party piece um in primary school would be I could recite like Pretty Woman. And, wow. you know, mom would like leave me with Jeremy, like, now promise me no pretty woman. And then we'd all have a bit of a giggle because everyone knew I was just going to. But I mean, it was just it was a great movie. But I just overlooked, you know, the prostitution. Yeah, yeah. The drugs, you know, other than that. <laughs> well, other than that. But it was only literally three years ago, that moment on the M7. I was like, condoms. I probably thought they were condoms. balloons or sweets or something. I love that about jokes that you didn't get. I know. And then you watch it later. Which naked gun? Do you remember when remember they fried the, the fried oh. the eggs on her on her tummy? Do you remember that one? That is not naked gun. That is hot shots. Hot shots. Hot okay. shots with Charlie Sheen and oh. the, the the army satire movie. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Great movie. Every now and again, when I have a fried egg, look <laughs> <think> at <of> that. <laughs> This would taste so much better in a stomach. So just it's such a in great case, gag, though. For because we do have... you're just you're just living your life in nineties movies all day, every day. I would like yeah. Pretty Woman. Movies. I still think and the soundtrack to Pretty Woman. Oh my god, it will never be topped. Wow, women do, and no regret it. Oh, so anyway, Jim hasn't um, heard you sing yet on the podcast. No. <laughs> so yes, so because we do have a couple of younger listeners, Jim. So do you want to just maybe really? inform Why are they listening them? Really? Why to a '90s podcast? <laughs> just because it's retro. I was born in 1980, and I can barely remember most of the '90s. Do you like, know what? I I wasn't plugged into culture then people are like oh man the early 90s were such an incredible time because i like punk rock and they're like punk, yeah. punk music in dc in 1990 yeah, yeah. was incredible and i'm like maybe it was i was 10 and yeah, i wasn't yeah. really going to the shows you know what i mean like so yeah yeah it's you... funny because i'm finding my long-term memory isn't the best and i have committed to this 90s podcast it's probably a bit late so tell us hmm. seinfeld what was it about I mean, the gag is that it's about nothing. Yes, the nothing mm-hmm. show. But that's, yeah. I mean, it's about it's about the minutiae. It's the com- It's Larry David, uh, who was a comic who people might know from Curb Your Enthusiasm. But before that, he was a comedian. And he mm-hmm. performed at Catch a Rising Star and all those clubs mm-hmm. in New York City. That's where he met Jerry Seinfeld. And the two of them would uh, just, as soon as, every time they hung out, they would just dissect the minutiae of crap. There's a great, uh, all right. So the first conversation is it's about Jerry. Do I really need to break down the entire show to have people never heard of Seinfeld? Do you think? No, well, but I think people even it's people Jerry Seinfeld did. plays a comedian named Jerry Seinfeld and yeah. his friends. He's got a wacky neighbor named Kramer. His best friend from high school is a loser named George, and his ex girlfriend who still hangs out because they're buddies now is Elaine. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. Um, what's really funny though is that. Uh, so you remember how the show ends? Do you know what I actually? Don't really? remind me. So they're in Connecticut for whatever reason, and the conceit is that Connecticut has just passed a Good Samaritan law. Yes. Where if you see something bad happening to somebody and you don't do anything, you can be found guilty. <gasps> I, and I so remember they, now. They, uh, Kramer was trying out. He had a new video camera, and so he was video, video cameras. Kids used to sit on your shoulder, and they were the size of, a, of an old phone box. And a phone <laughs> box is a thing that used to be on the corner, and you'd put <laughs> coins in it. I can't. How do you this describe? This is what you're gonna do. It's the size of an Xbox 360. They know what an Xbox. Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's that okay. big, and it sits yeah. on your shoulder with a big lens on it, like a real, like a real HDR <laughs> camera. And so the Kramer's testing out this thing, and there's a guy getting mugged. Yes, big, big fat guy mugging. getting mugged. Yeah, and they're just making fun of him. They're like George is like, you know, I bet it's, I bet you like mugging a fat guy because you know he's not going to chase you very far. Blah blah blah. They're just making fun of him. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they get done on the Good Samaritan law, and they use the. Uh, 
they use the tape and then everybody that they've screwed over throughout the entire series comes back into the courtroom and talks about how how, how these people yes. are assholes they're mean to everybody well you see this is what was so interesting about it was that they weren't nice people no, they and had a that's rule what... when they were making the show they, they said no hugging no learning yes Larry David was yep. the guy who came up with that he was like I don't want any lessons I don't want any hugs nope. at the end yeah. I don't want any want any characters learning and growing as I, individuals I think about I just that want to keep it, them like mean it must have been very formative to my sense of humor because to this day I think mean shit is hilarious and, and I recognize no intellectually empathy, that I think no I have empathy and I recognize <laughs> that it's wrong but I still think it's funny it yeah. is funny. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, like the, the Seinfeld is mean, dude. It's mean. So you they started watching deported. us. You were watching from the very start, though, from the very weren't start. you? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. And that's and that's like, did it get? Did was it aired over here at all? No, it was. But I think I, I think it was I, later. I, now it was it was later on. Like years later. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think because actually we had Paul Drake um, Williams on a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how when he was working in. Um, New York like mm. he'd come home every day and it was on like at dinner time well, so that's the thing. watch it, it, it then and I'm not sure yeah, it was on at 7.30 every Thursday it certainly wasn't like I don't think it, it wouldn't have been on home and away time no you see I remember it uh, in like in recent years and when I say recent years like in the last 15 years or so it was on TV it was on TV3. Yeah, I wish yeah. it was on TV. I'm so sick of I think Comedy it was Central. It's like three hours of Friends every day. Okay. What yeah. I wouldn't give for it some Seinfeld reruns yeah. to just I'm put on the I'm pretty sure that it was on every night. Okay, so somebody had it in, in, in syndication. Somebody yeah, had it on Yeah, so it was on every night, like a kind of somewhere between eight and nine. Yeah. So um, that was when my I think my dad, maybe he'd watched some of it before. Maybe it had been on yeah. Channel 4 previously. But that's when he really got into it. That's when he really got into it. And then that's kind of when I would have started watching it with him yeah. and just watched it like straight through. It was like, I don't know, how how many series were there? Uh, eight or nine, mm-hmm. I think nine. There was just a period of time that every time I walked into yeah. the cinema, it was like, because <laughs> wasn't it that? All the time. It was like season, was it season four? It was the season where, because it originally started out basically about this guy I think it wasn't Seinfeld's original idea was, okay, we're going to look at how a comedian comes up with material. Yeah, and, and, he, then, and he, he would do bits into and out of the yes. commercial breaks. And then season four was the season where the whole premise, it's like, you know, it's obviously like, no, it's just these life. four people. And they just... And, and they, they went just, to NBC with this like yeah. sitcom idea. And yes. Jerry and George go to... The, and and that's how they pitched the idea. That's why people yes. people didn't used to call it a show about nothing. Until Even then. though in the second yeah. season, it was, it was this whole groundbreaking thing. They did a whole episode. They did two of them. They did one in season two and one in season three. One, the whole episode was in the, uh, in the waiting area of a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Just the four of them waiting for their table to be called and nothing happened yeah they were just waiting and then there was another one where they were walking around the parking garage of a mall and they couldn't find their car oh they get lost and that yeah, was it and that was the whole episode mm. was them wandering around but other episodes had like very detailed plot lines like yes. there would be three or four plot lines that would all come together in the end so it's not like nothing happened you know what I mean there would be uh the soup Nazi. Everybody knows the soup Nazi. Yeah. Yes. One time, uh, uh, Elaine buys an armoire and she finds the soup Nazi's recipes hidden inside it. And so she undoes him. Like, that's a whole, that's a story. That's something yeah. happens there. And you know what the soup Nazi, um, do you remember he was on CNN? No. The actual, so there was this guy that inspired soup Nazi. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. And yeah. he was on CNN, but he was like really pissed off about how he was being portrayed in Well, nobody likes being called a Nazi, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on it. Yeah. he's like, no. And then the interviewer is like, but like he made you. It was, it's so funny. The interviewer is like, 
but like he made you yeah. famous. He made yeah. you a landmark. And the super Nazi turns around and is like, no, I made him famous. And it's yes, just so brilliant. It's just happened. great. Top rated show on television. You made him famous. <laughs> I that's made exactly him famous. He should be thanking me. And I was oh, like, okay, way. thank you, sir. And Hello there, it's Judy J here and I've got a little bit of news. No, I'm not pregnant. I'm doing a solo show and I'd absolutely love if you could come. It's in the Workmen's Club on the 19th of July. Tickets are €10, Euro, available from their website and I'm being supported by the one, the only, the truly amazing Justine Stafford. Would absolutely love to see you there. Thanks so much, little uppers. Bye. Now that you said that, that reminds me. Wasn't there a real life Kramer then as well? Though? Yes, there was. The guy and lived across the apartment, across yeah. the hall from Jerry Seinfeld, and that guy now gives open top bus tours in New York City. Yes, and he's like, I'm the real Kramer, and he he makes money off it. He's because a goofball. I went to New York with my mom when I was like 14. Right, and her cousins lived there, and they were showing us like, oh, this is the restaurant, the one that's yeah, in yeah. Seinfeld, and yeah. I was like, the oh cafe. yeah, cool, but I didn't really know. I knew the show existed and I kind of knew what it was, but I never really mm, remember watching it's it. So good. Then, it's I think so good. I think it kind of appeals to a mature sensibility. Like as you get older, you really appreciate the com- comedic factor in Seinfeld. I'd you also, come back to it and you really kind of see the nuances and how it's so clever. See, I and, talk about this with my wife a lot because every time we talk about TV shows, I'm always like, I can't believe that everybody I know is not as big a Seinfeld a fanatic as I am because it's clearly the best. Yeah, shit, like, yeah, to me, yeah. There's just no competition, and so and we've talked about it, and there might like there's it's a very New York based style of humor it's very regional mm. it's very jewish style of mm-hmm, humor yeah. and y'all don't have many of those here in ireland mm-hmm. so like it didn't really take off and like th- th- that whole tv shows at that time the whole you know mel brooks and sid caesar would have been shot through with that style of wit whereas you watch like your y'all sitcoms were coming from the uk and it's yeah. very different. The pacing is different. Yeah. The, the the attitudes are different mm. so i imagine seinfeld in 1989 I'm not at all surprised that it wasn't a hit in Ireland yeah, or the yeah. UK. Mm-hmm. It was barely a hit in the US. It almost yeah. got canceled a couple times during the first season. Like they just the the right review it was not getting great ratings, but the right critics were giving it good reviews. Yes. So they kept it on. Because isn't that the thing that like when it started out, it was, it was I think it was like season four that the ratings kind of started to pick up. But previous uh, to that, people were still... It was a niche still, show. It was yeah, just people and like, like, what is this goofy crap? Yeah, this and guy I doesn't remember do anything. Jerry Seinfeld was saying like it was funny because like basically like the ratings were shit. Mm-hmm. Like the ratings yeah. were not good. But yet like all these like big agents would be like hanging around the set mm-hmm. and like Larry Day was like that's because this is like the place the to be show. and you know he was saying but the ratings are shit and Larry Day would be like who gives who a gives crap, a crap? Like, who gives I mean a crap? it does make a difference you ever story about Larry David this will be a great doing show doing stand up comedy where uh, he just walks out on stage at Catch a Rising Star and it's packed but it's a late show and he gets to the microphone and he looks at the crowd and he goes yeah I don't think so and he leaves and actually just, left uh, left just like I don't want not for you like no, no way. He's Hang on, who did this? Larry, Larry David. David. Oh my god! Yeah, what a king. He's that cantankerous, and he's that like oh, picky wow. about stuff. It's great. And it's I love great. that. Even um, I was because I was looking up a couple of bits today, <laughs> and Elaine. Oh my god! I went down a wormhole of just you know, watching I know. clips. Oh, wormhole, earthworm, Jim. <laughs> I love it. And um, but you know that even like with Larry David, because I mean I think we all love Larry. Like he's just yeah, so, yeah, even yeah. Do you remember we mentioned him with Michael J. Fox. 
Yes, that's that a episode, great episode. Oh my god, isn't it brilliant? Parkinson's. And how good is Michael J. Fox Parkinson's. as well? Sorry, Parkinson's. Oh, it's just Sorry. so good. <laughs> Parkinson's. Imagine going to a network and being like, "I got a whole episode where we're going to make fun of a guy with Parkinson's disease." And Michael J. Like Fox was so so fucking funny in that as incredible. well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Love- it's brilliant. Lovable Michael J. Fox. That's yeah. what we're going to do with him. But they had like Seinfeld had a bunch of like they had a whole episode where the the bit was. Uh, who can go the longest without masturbating? Yeah, the yeah. show is yeah. on at seven o'clock in the evening on yeah. a weekday. It's and it's it's after the Cosby Show. Like it's. You do know. you know what? When yeah. I first watched that, because they don't use the word masturbation, nope, they do not. So I genuinely again probably didn't get what did they were not doing. cop until I was about thirty two. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> masturbating. It's this thing. Women can do it now. Yeah, it's so totally it's cool. not. Elaine it's not. is an early feminist icon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big star. Absolutely. She talks about masturbation. She talks about being picky. She talks about whether or not a guy she's dating is sponge worthy. Do you know what? Like, that's great. <laughs> but you know what? She's a bit Sponge-worthy. of a Maura yeah. Higgins yeah. for the 90s. Like she was, do you know what was nice about Elaine? Well, what was good about Elaine um, was the fact that she didn't have to be a nice girl. No. She was like. She was mean to everybody. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was real. She was a meanie too. Yep. Just Because like, yep. there was originally, there was this other girl um, that was in the running. Like they had the, t- the three lads and this other girl was like the waitress. Yeah, the, they had the, a, the female character was going to be the waitress. Yeah. And she would give advice. And she'd be kind of sassy and popping gum. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And then they got rid of her. Oh, I and they said add an actual How woman reductive. to the actual yeah. cast. But then she was really pissed off. Apparently, that waitress. I would be yeah, off. yeah. But then because I think that a few people had said that she was like rewriting her lines and giving suggestions, and then people thought at the time that's why she didn't get the part because she was rewriting stuff. Okay. But Jerry Seinfeld was like, "No, we just wanted someone with." Like a female to have a proper role, as opposed yes. to being the waitress. As yeah, yeah, yeah. To being the, I mean, I was, I was disappointed. The guy in the shop on Friends, that guy. As opposed yeah. to being him, they wanted actually one of the. I was friends disappointed when I read that today that that Why? was the original plan that it was going to be that reductive. The Dude, it was 1989. Yeah, 1989. You ever watch like 80s cornball comedies Chill and just out, the Judy, amount yeah. of date rape that happens and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. guess what, buddy? I managed to slip something in her drink. Now she's passed out in the bedroom. I'm going to get to have sex and everybody high fives. Like, that's the end yeah. of the movie. And then you there's like Weekend at Bernie's montage. recently. You know, we've talked no. about the montage. Oh my, it does not hold up and it's it's super rapey. Like, what's um, the montage? Is it? Yes. It's a rapey. Oh my God, the whole, there's what three the characters in it. Again? The whole, the whole thing is they hang around with cocaine to give to girls so they can bang them after they pass out like uh, not just cocaine whatever the hell oh, the pills are that. it's just completely and that's meant to be like ha, it's a comedy ha, it's a screwball comedy because we've, t- we've talked about the montages where oh, there's yeah. always like you know you want a sandwich you want to eat all that and it's like all these different types of sandwiches and kind of you know <laughs> fun <laughs> music <laughs> Emma does the music that scene in uh, Porky's where they just cut a hole so they can see into the girls' locker oh, room while they're yeah, showering. Yeah, 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 and everyone's yeah. like, that's great. And you're like, that's it is assault. Gas, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's yeah. Like... <laughs> He's just having a cheeky peek. And yeah. then it's always like a girl throwing her tail saying, boys! Like yeah. that kind of thing. There was a great episode, of, and I know we're just skipping shows now, uh, 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 Always Sunny in Philadelphia did an episode where it was set on a, on a ski resort. Oh, yeah. But it was like a ski resort back in time. So it was like they were oh, in an 80s movie. So they're at a party, one? and two of the, two of the bros, that are there are just like this is a great party and they take two of the girls who are there and they just yank their tops down 
And the girl's like, tee you fresh. And oh I'm like, that used to happen gosh. in 80s movies all the time. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And but everyone even, was like, Because we oh were watching gosh. National Lampoon's Yes, yes. yes. I know. The original like, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And myself myself and Fred were watching it and it was just gasped because even, you know that moment where the German girl, girl gets yep. the tits yep, out yep, yep. and something happened Fred's face. I'm not quite sure, but like, <laughs> I think we were all just taken back to a time when it was like, oh, titties. Like yep. it was just. They were in every movie. Titties yeah. for no reason. Titties just for no titties, reason. titties, titties. In like, family movies as well, though. If that was, a f- yeah, I can't remember if they were family movies or not. I mean, I clearly wasn't allowed to see them. What would they have been rated? No, but would not uh, National Lampoon wouldn't have been rated R. Would it have? No, no I don't way. think. I just think. I think it was. Yeah, what I don't about, think it would have been R. What yeah. about um, Chevy? What's his face? Chevy Chase. Yeah, a lot of his family movies. The like, what was? The, what were they called? Yeah, well, the Griswolds. Yeah, and he's got the fantasy in Christmas Vacation about building the pool in the back garden. Yeah, and he's looking out of his back garden. He's fantasizing about the pool that he's going to build, ostensibly to make his family happy. And then the fantasy shifts yes. to like some. Some Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, I'm sure she's Christy Brinkley, maybe. Yes. Getting yep. topless and diving in the pool and yeah. then beckoning him in. And I'm like, oh, this is a fantasy about him getting laid. That's what there this was is a fantasy always about. That, there was but always there were always the... in those movies, there was always. And at the time he was married in the time. movie, his wife was Beverly D'Angelo, and who you know was what? gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. But there was always the undercurrent of, like, even Boops. with the National Lampoons and stuff. Yep. Guys want to bang titties, more. But also, this dad, poor old dad, you know, yep. just trying his Trapped. best <laughs> and being tempted yep. by this young, stunning harlot. And isn't he such a good guy? Because he says, no, Christine, put your tits away. I've got Chevy a wife. Chase never does that in those movies. He gets in the pool. Yeah, yeah, he does. He gets in the pool and, right. and his wife, instead of being mad at him, then goes skinny dipping with him afterwards to be like, I can be fun too. Remember that? <sighs> To be oh. an 80s dad. To be an 80s movie producer is Jesus the job. <laughs> like, these guys had no shame. And then it was like, with Hollywood, when we found out recently they're all creeps, we're like, what? Yeah, I, I can't believe that. You mean that was a toxic environment for women and children? But I thought <laughs> Get it. Get right out of town. I, oh, I shan't believe it. But a jacuzzi seems like a perfectly normal place to hold an audition. I mean, <laughs> gosh. You mean to tell me there was crazy, something untoward going on? I can't believe it sometimes when I see these things that like but at the time nobody thought there was anything wrong with it no like you remember that was what entertainment was yeah or I don't know did we not here's the thing I wasn't old enough to think critically about these things no but you gotta figure like there had to have been even if feminism was not as popular as it is now and even if it was not as visible there are there were still smart women back then there's gotta be half the women in the audience are, are watching this movie going like huh Oh, I know, really? I know, but then like I, half of them, right? Yeah, right? but then I think like of my mom's generation, well, not her, but like say, say her sisters or whatever. Once they got married, they would have had to stop working, like legally. I know, they had to stop working. Is... So I'd say they kind of like yeah, a few tips just in the for, movie, just whatever. to say that for our international listeners, um, up until Yo, relatively recently, was it like mid seventies? You would not yeah. believe. So if the you laws got so it was have, it was like believe. up until the mid seventies, if you got married, it was illegal for you to work. Yeah, you had to and quit still, your job. Did you know enshrined in the constitution still and to this day, and there's not enough talk about it. There's a special place given to the woman in the home. 
in the Irish Constitution still to yeah, this just day. Says like, hey, which is look crazy. At these saints. And even what does it say? Do you know where uh, the exact wording of it? I'll have to. I'll ha- actually, I'll have to. It just says that there's it. a special place for. But I think it's Irish school. No, mean, I'd be spoofing. Was, I think when it's more something. But I'll legalized check. in this country. Ninety-five. Nineteen. Because we were told. Well, because we, yes. we were told, and it was a that. debate. Seinfeld was almost off the air by then. I know. They, was, they were almost finished. Probably Larry David had quit the show by then because he quit for the last two seasons. Oh, did he? Yeah. Why did he quit? He was tired of it. He was done. He was done. And do you want to hear something even scarier about the divorce referendum? It was close. Uh, was it close? A margin of 50.28% to wow. 49.72. So the country yeah. was 100 Like the country oh my was God. split. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you... The country was split. you guys ever look up like old propaganda posters from World War II, they're hilarious. But like old oh, propaganda yeah. posters yeah. are hilarious. There's one from Ireland during that debate that just says, uh, Hello, divorce, goodbye, daddy. And it's really yeah. like that. I can imagine. That was actually anyone who has done law in Ireland, that was um that was a very interesting case actually. Yeah. They often talk about that. Um I was looking for that there in the constitution, but I'll see if I can I find it. But also even do you remember Melanie Griffith's working girl? Do you I never that saw movie? That one. But basically the whole thing again I couldn't. She back happened to like, upon a baby, wasn't that it? Really? No, it was it was basically she was from Oh, she was some from from some borough in New York. Oh, sorry, and this she is like working to, girl. Yeah, working okay. girl, and she wanted a career. So there was a choice: you could either have a boyfriend or a career. Mm. Oh, and right. she went off, and like it's, but it's just interesting because I came back to it a few years ago and I watched, it and I was like, God, like it was very much like that was the choice: you could either have a fella. Or if your fella cheats on you, it's your fault because you've gone off and started what am I working supposed in the to city. Do? You're at the damn I'm office here with these all balls. day. I'm here with these, these balls. balls. I'm gonna suck the These themselves. balls, lady. What are my friends I mean, are making fun of me because you you're wearing those suits, whatever you call them. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, the, look, the balls aren't going to suck uh, themselves, and that is a fair point. Just the but two of you shouting balls at balls, me there. I was balls, like, balls, balls. Kind of sounded good though. Um, it was kind of intense. Balls, <laughs> balls. I was like, oh, okay, kind of like it. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, I'm just looking here. And do you remember that episode with um, coming back to? Yeah, dude. What are your favorite episodes? Do you remember oh, the one? Do you know what one I loved? No, go ahead. Um, was. George, because I had to look it up because I forgot the name of the fiance, but it was Susan. Susan. Oh yes, and when he, and, and he's mad, died. he's mad to get rid of her. Yeah, and he, he takes up her. smoking. Yes, and he's he like, takes you up all have these things to try and, and, like, yeah. and then she dies by licking too many he envelopes. Bought, he bought cheap envelopes. He yeah. was, she sent him to the store to buy envelopes for their wedding invitations, and he that. bought so the cheap ones to save her. money. And he poisoned her, and she died. I was reading an interview about that, and uh, and and uh, Larry David loved her character for whatever reason because well, no, this is the reason, but what they couldn't figure out was for whatever reason, yeah, she came across as so unsympathetic to the audience. He goes, mm. "We as writers, we could have George do the hor- most horrible stuff to her, yes. and everybody was still on his side." Yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, yeah. "I still don't figure it out how how we did that, how we managed that alchemy." But they killed her, and she, didn't, I, yeah, because then, but you know what was funny then was that um, her. Dying? 
Well, it was no, hilarious. No, the dying was funny. The but yeah. he was, and then he, he was happy. He, he was, was delighted because he wanted to break up with her anyway. Yeah. And then her family sets up a fund in her honor, and he has to go work there. And they're talking about oh, all the I money that they're going to spend that would have been part of their marriage wedding present. And he's like, he's sitting there in this oak office boardroom, and he's like, "Oh God, okay. all these things I would have gotten had she not died slash me kind of murdered her." And he, now he's sad because he knew she would have gotten the house. <laughs> this is. The the meanest show yeah. that's ever I been think, on TV. I think and George is the meanest. Yes. So, well, because yeah. he's based on Larry David. And he's and just, and Curb Your Enthusiasm then, is Larry because David Because you know yeah. what was funny? Because he had said, like, do you know, I think, I just find it mad the way, like, they just don't hold back even talking about, like, saying the real, talking about the real actors and actresses in mm. these roles. Mm. Because the guy who played George, what was his name? Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. He was saying about how he found it really hard to work with this girl with the actress Susan, that played Susan that they weren't yes. ba- they yep. weren't bouncing off one another oh, comedically speaking okay. and then Julia Dreyfus mm-hmm. did some you probably read this too, but yeah, he, yeah. He, she did some scene with him with her and they were kind of having a bit of a laugh like herself and like with the writers in the writers room and she was like I just can't be funny with this girl and then for as a joke Julia said don't you just want to kill her don't you just want to kill and her and they killed her off and the writers killed her off they're like that's funny We've never but had the, somebody kill off a. a but the woman fact before. that they were yeah. so open that Jason Alexander was like, it just wasn't working, and then she he tried. For that, did he? Yeah, because that was on the did Howard Stern show. Pro- did did and, you okay. apologize? I wonder. And on Howard Stern, like, everybody gets baited into yeah, yeah. To, to saying the wildest shit they can. Okay, that's Howard yeah. Stern, and he was saying about how he didn't. He 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 could have been more generous as an actor. Like he could yeah, have worked yeah, with yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ju- when Julia Dreyfus was talking about, don't you just want to kill her? She's talking about her character because her character was such a pill. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. didn't mean she was hard to work with. Like, okay. Uh, Jason did say that shit about having, about comedically being off offbeat with her. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's just the way he felt about it. Everybody else thought she was hilarious because okay. of what she brought out of the George character and yeah, the yeah, misery yeah. that he had in there. It the dichotomy was brilliant. Yeah. And uh, then, because there was the episode... Well, because they got engaged. The episode where they get engaged is fucking hilarious. Ooh, remind me of that well, one. Well, because they, uh, they, they, they wind up having a conversation in, a, in the cafe, George and Jerry, about how pathetic they are. And they're like, what is this? What are we doing? We're not men. I know we're not men. We're mm-hmm. pathetic. Oh, like, I don't know. I'm pathetic. And <laughs> then they go, they need more in their lives. So they go propose to their girls. And then Kramer talks to Jerry, tells him how marriage is a prison, whatever. And Jerry yeah. breaks it off with his girl, but now George is still engaged, and he can't break up because oh, he, he can't yeah, be yeah, trapped. Yeah. And they're like, "We had a pact to get married together." And Jerry's like, "Yeah, well, sorry." And then now George is stuck in this engagement that he hates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. It's great. Their dynamic is brilliant. It's very funny. It and makes then, sense, though, doesn't it? Like, how else would George ever propose to somebody? Yes, unless Jerry I mean? talked him into it. Like, we're going to do this together. <laughs> Like that's he's a great yeah. he's a great character George and then because there was that episode as well where he was he was wasn't in one episode it was where they went to visit was it Florida they were going to visit um, Del Boca Vista they were going to visit it was someone in jail someone was in jail. Um, I probably made a note of it here, but I just thought it was interesting because basically, anyway, Elaine and Jerry went off to Florida to visit someone in jail. Um, I don't know, was someone related was to Jerry? Cra- oh, I was going to say, was it one of Kramer's friends or something? Oh, oh. I don't think so. But but in that episode, anyway, um, 
George wasn't in that episode. And okay. apparently Jason Alexander said to Larry David, listen, if you're not going to put me in another episode, just don't bother putting me in any other episode ever again. Like wow. he was really pissed off that he wow. wasn't in the episode. I suppose the fear that you're kind of being edited out or sidelined you a little edit bit. George out of Seinfeld. Yeah, so that was the you're only episode on the he wasn't in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. I wonder. Well, that's just something I read. I mean, who knows if it's actually true? But um, he was. Know. It is. It is funny how similar to Larry David he was, yeah, though, in terms of just being just cantankerous. Larry David did play a couple. He, of, he played it. a couple parts on the show, though. Larry David was there. Larry David was. He played the voice Thinking of George back. Steinbrenner, who was the owner of the Yankees. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And he starts referring to himself in the third person because George is doing it. George is getting upset. Uh, George would never do that. Like, no. Why would George do that? Like, that, that's. Uh, he plays the guy wearing the cape. What about what about Jerry and George's parents? How brilliant are they? Oh, wow. I they're didn't even fantastic. think of them. George! George, they're psychotic. Oh, and Festivus. Festivus is oh, the greatest oh, example of the Costanza yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my family and I still Festivus. still recite this at each other. When my parents are being too old couple-y about yeah, anything, yeah, whatever yeah. they're doing, one of us will yell, and it's, this is the line where uh, George is going to the beach or going with Jerry somewhere, and and... His parents just start talking to him. Frank goes, here, take my swim trunks. And his wife yells at him like, what does he want with your swim trunks? And Frank just screams, just fury. Why should they go to waste? (laughs) And so that's when my, when you know, because my parents have been married for 45 years now. So they will get into a thing about a butter knife or something. And my sister will go, what does he want with your swim trunks? And one of my brothers (laughs) will go, why should they go to waste? That's brilliant. It's great. Um, I because yeah, the 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 festivus (laughs) thing was gas. The whole um, just to explain the the whole like so George's dad comes up with this an alternative to Christmas Mm. where you just get to air all your grievances. Well, that's one of the airing of grievances. It's brilliant. First first part of it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just gas. Then the feats of strength. George Festivus does not continue until you pin me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. And then, because George, do you remember George set up the human fund the then? The human fund. Money for people. <laughs> Money for people. Every now oh and again, gosh. I think of the human yeah. fund. Yeah. Dude, my family and I still do that. Whenever we send each other money for whatever, if you write on our check or oh, the yeah. Venmo balance, it's always for donation to the human fund. Oh, so for you guys, so you're like hardcore fam- fans. Oh, dude, we watched it. was a family event, kind of. Yeah. Single night. Do you know what? We watched oh, it right. every night. Because it was hilarious. You know the way you were like, say, in terms of your family, the way like you would all be kind of quoting lines of one another, etc., yeah, etc. Yeah. Et kind of reminds me of maybe the way we might feel about Father Ted. Yes, absolutely. You know, in Irish yeah. families, and the somebody way just goes, "Cowboys, that, Ted," or exactly, these yeah. sheep are near just and these, these are far away. References, and I yes. had to watch Father Ted when I moved here so that I could get those because they're that prevalent. Oh, and really? how did you? Yeah. How did you find like you Father know, Ted wasn't on in the states at all? I'd but, never and, heard. But of how it. would you like say have responded to Father Ted then coming? Did you think it's it was hilarious? hilarious or of course, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brilliantly paced yeah. show yeah. with. with Great acting and great writing. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, but you had to like, kind of go what, like, as a kind of a. I had to go find as it. research. Well, because at the time it was like it wasn't on. I don't think there was okay. Netflix when I moved. So what? There, what year off. was it when you moved to Ireland? Uh, two thousand seven, full time. Okay. So I, I you, spent uh, like six months here in two thousand and three, which mm-hmm. is where I met Lisa. Okay. And so then we were long distance for a couple of years. Couple and of years. Came, that's a long time to yeah. do long distance, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 And Oof. then when you proposed, Lisa said yes, but you must watch all Father Ted's. I had, already, I had already watched. I had already watched all the Father Ted's. 
It's yeah, but it's 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 interesting with the Father Ted though because you know from an external perspective that you would still think, oh yeah, no, this is just well, it's like culturally stuff. some things are yeah. culturally so significant. Like the first ten seasons of The Simpsons are like that. Yeah, people will just quote, they'll just drop a line from The Simpsons on you, and it's so that's very prevalent true. that every the, everybody yes. gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. I say so, that's what we would do with my family, me and my brothers. We would it would be Simpsons. Quote. Yes, Simpsons. Yeah, like the three of us. A little bit yeah, of a tangent. Yeah, yeah. It's not about Seinfeld. Are you guys on the Facebook group Simpsons shit posting? You have any oh, idea what I'm no. talking about? No, I do know what I do know what you're talking about though, because it's sometimes hilarious. I see it. Though. Sometimes they bubble up. They bubble okay, up other places, yeah, yeah. and there was an article about it in Vice, and there was an article about yeah. it. Tell in, me about it, Jim. Uh, it's people. Uh, okay, it's it's meme culture, so it's meme jokes, okay. and it's uh, and it, but it uses panels from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh boy. Now I'm, I'm I'm blanking on. Okay, I posted one on there uh, when the royal baby was was born. That photo of the two of them of of Meryl Markle, whatever the hell her name is, and Prince, Mark, whoever yeah. the fuck, uh, are holding the baby. And I just cut out. I just used Microsoft Paint and I cut out the "I'm a stupid baby" label that Maggie <laughs> was wearing at one point. I stuck it on the baby and I put it on the group, and it got shared a bunch. It's it's just a Simpsons reference with the current events okay. thing. And yeah. their Brexit stuff is incredible. So who do I need? So can I just add myself to this group? I'll add you. Or is it just one of these kind of dark web phenomena? No, there's, like, there's like there's like a hundred thousand people in there. Okay. It's not. It pops it's, up all it, the time. Yeah. I'm a stupid baby. And they Classic. get and they get they get like they they will filter out into the broader culture yeah. like uh we will do a simpsons one eventually but you well, guys haven't said, done a si- no. okay we're switching gears right now this is no longer a seinfeld episode but the plan episode. was what we had we, the plan was um what and was the plan? uh what do you, you remember we plan? discussed this when we were talking about the oh, simpsons yes, yes. that we're we thinking say? live episode get some comics on to talk Ooh. the simpsons cuz you'd have yes. to have that panel Ooh. like it's not something that we uh, could cover as a duo i would Love that. Wouldn't that so, be Jim, brilliant? you're in. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. And you all, are in. Everyone stuff. could have, like, everyone could pick, you know, easily. Everyone choose two episodes. Oh, like, their episodes. Of course. They want to talk like, about. Especially the early episodes, the jokes are so dense. Yes. <sighs> that so you could talk about one episode yeah. with a panel 100%. of six people for an hour. Easily. I know. Yeah, yeah, easily. yeah. I know. Because, and there, the thing is with with those quotes is, you can't even explain to somebody who doesn't know what it is why it's funny. Can you, you even conceive of meeting somebody like, who doesn't know what it is? No. How many times, Honestly. Emma, do we wheel out he's already dead? Stop, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like, you can't even... Like, no, can't somebody, not even a, in a comedy context, somebody <laughs> said really a very, a, an unlikely, a very unlikely mm. person used that quote... <laughs> In my company over the course of the weekend, I just thought like, oh my God, it's, it's just, it, it's, there's just so many reference points, as you say, I think, but that are. But interesting though about, about like the quotes that become part of society. Films. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Chappelle show? No. No? Dave Chappelle? The Chappelle show? The Chappelle, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. sketch comedy show that yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, okay, so you've never seen oh, it. I've never seen it, Have no. you ever heard the phrase, I'm Rick James, bitch? And yes. Yes. That's from a Chappelle sketch. Okay. My my brother in law come rocked up to the door one time and I just opened it and he just went, I'm Rick James, bitch. And I, I was like, I love the Chappelle show. And he said, I don't know what those words mean. What are you know, talking about? No you know, at the, at the Three Arena, somebody yelled yes, out Rick James. Yeah. And, and he was like, I'm over it. Yeah. 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 Because he got, I mean, he said that in his next special. He was like, because that was a super popular sketch. And then he went to Disney World with his kids and people were like, I'm Rick James, bitch. And he's yeah, like, yeah. why not call me a bitch in front of my children? Like that's, yeah. you know, it was just a joke. It's because 
but that line got yes. got in to society. Like, yeah. why okay. would you know what that is? I don't know. It just like became part it. of the yeah. vernacular. And do you know what was another one? Now, I find it hard to believe that this was not around before Seinfeld. Hmm. Um, but I was looking up, like, I was like, surely there's some quotes and things still floating around. Well, that not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, shrinkage. Shrinkage was huge. Shrinkage. Remember when he's, <laughs> he's just hilarious. in? Oh, yes. and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the pool. And the, I was in the I pool. I was in the pool. Yeah. And then the girlfriend just does the little laugh. I'm really sorry. Sorry. And that's, and it's yeah. just, yeah. But I would have thought Trinkage was around before then. Did you know about it before that episode? I mean, I probably didn't even know about Winnie's, to be honest, before that episode. I but, don't think, yeah, I think it's a thing that a lot of people, yeah. like a lot of girls it would not have, like if they thought about it logically, but why would they think about it logically? When you're cold, it shrinks. I would never cross why does a, it shrink? A girl's mind. And then that's got the great line from well, Elaine, like, where she goes, I don't know how you guys walk around with those things. Oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other lines. It's that true, we though. Do. We don't. We're just like, I don't know. How you, yeah, we're that's, just, that's we're ridiculous. just like, how do you do it, guys? <laughs> um, like, I'm trying to think of other lines. That we, you, you said one there as of well. Of Elaine's? Uh, just, or just in general. Oh, oh, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's the episode yes, where yes, yes. George is, or Jerry's getting interviewed by some magazine because he's a successful comedian, mm. and she seems to think that he and George are gay because they hang out all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they're desperate to prove to her that they're not gay while still saying that there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. And they're like, no, no, it's fine if you like that. <laughs> Everyone goes really high-pitched. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> George is yelling at her, my father's gay. It's a totally normal thing. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, no, it's great. And then, because the guy actually, I know we said this, but the guy um, that Kramer was based on, he was only paid like a thousand dollars, wasn't he? Original, well, I, did, I mean. It, but then he did the whole he's doing the bus tour and all that. The, crack, yeah. the biggest show on TV until seven years later. Yeah. So like at the one time, Jerry Seinfeld's got to be like banging on his neighbor's door, going, "Hey, I got this option for a pilot. Yeah, it's probably yeah, not yeah. going to go anywhere." Yeah. Seinfeld was in a bunch of pilots. People are just in pilots and they don't get picked up. And yes. then what was the story with Seinfeld and the whole Friends thing? Because I know has he did say at the time with Friends, he's like, "It's basically taking Seinfeld but replacing it with like good-looking people who learn things." Yeah. We you were saying in the in the Friends episode there were a few overlaps. Yes, oh, the, yeah, it was like the was hand a, model. The and, hand yeah. model. Did uh, Friends do a hand modeling episode? Yeah. yeah. Bastards. And then I think there was. I hated that show. Wasn't there? Did an, you? I still hate it. I can't yeah. stand it. There was an Went episode the where uh, didn't Jerry get a whole new set of friends that all looked like you know Elaine like, did Elaine. Oh, that was, was the Elaine. Bizarro Jerry episode. So Hilariously, a subplot on that one was when Kramer got a job in an office like by accident <laughs> and Gosh. he was just going there every day and then eventually they had to fire him and he was like, but I don't even really work here. And they oh, go, I remember that's that. That's what makes yeah, it yeah, so yeah. hard. John, <laughs> totally going off on a tangent. What yeah. was the, oh, it was the contest, the one where George goes to visit his mother in hospital. Yes. And the two girls oh, are giving the sponge, sponge bath, bath to one another the, behind the, the curtain. backlit so you can see in the silhouette oh and then the nurse is sponge And he's just sitting there with his mom. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. And then she catches him. Uh, is it that episode? Is that the one where she comes home and catches him masturbating in their house, but on his parents' bed? Yes. And he goes, I come yeah, home yeah, and yeah. I see my son treating his body like a pleasure land. <laughs> Her voice is just Oh, my God, it's that was incredible. And do you remember the Elaine dance? Yes. Oh, the Elaine yeah. dance is incredible. But you see, oh, now, Elaine had the Elaine dance, but then Phoebe had the Phoebe run. 
Oh, there's a Phoebe Rowan. Yeah. yeah. Totally Which stolen. Which is very, is very similar to mm-hmm. the Elaine dance. And I don't even think <gasps> that was then, on the list. There's, there's a bit, remember we were saying there was a list on uh, YouTube of all the yeah. things that Seinfeld is. But how did Seinfeld, because now, I mean, I know Seinfeld would have said like, you know, the couple of bits that I have. I don't know. You know, Red, he was kind of saying, oh, yeah, well, like they basically took our idea and used good looking people. But I mean, ultimately, it's not. I mean, he was he goes. uh, And then after I quit, I had to watch Key and Peele do my show. And I was like, Dave, you didn't invent the idea of a sketch comedy. Exactly. And I mean, essentially, you're talking about like friends Mm -hmm. living in New York. There's 23 episodes a season. All of these are running for decades. And and there's multiple plots. But there's going to be repeats. We just are. Yeah. We had said that that there's bound to be overlaps, really. Yeah, it has to be. It doesn't yeah. mean somebody lifted it. It just means that oh, imagine yeah. you have a friend that does something goofy. Like I'm sympathetic to the writers, even though fuck friends. <laughs> and, <laughs> and why do you hate friends? Okay, uh, I don't like it now because uh, I resent the fact that there's like three hours of Friends repeats on yeah. Comedy Central every day, and not one much. of those is for Seinfeld. I, what I wouldn't give for some regular Seinfeld in my life. Okay, so that's one reason. At the time, I didn't like it, and this is gonna sound fucking stupid. Um, I didn't like it because, mm-hmm. okay, so this is when uh, Jim is going into junior high and high mm-hmm. school. And at the same time, and I wasn't thinking about this, this is when societal pressure ratchets up on girls to not be seen to be too smart. Oh, but I didn't okay. realize that was why that was. Y- I blamed still... friends. I blamed okay. Phoebe and Rachel in s- oh, specifically. I was okay. like, they think that that's cool, and both of those people are dimwits, and they never know what's going on. They have to have stuff explained to them, that's and really people are imitating Jim. those, and I hate this. All the smart girls I knew from grade school got to high school, and now everybody pretends they don't know what the hell's going on anymore, and okay. I didn't get it. Right. It had no idea, and I didn't put it together that there yeah. were other things at play there. That's yeah. actually very true that like none of those three characters are we're what smart. we would call smart girls. No. Like, they don't play their smart. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It, it, which is, I hated that at the time. Okay. I, hated, I hated girls in real life who downplayed their smarts, and I blamed friends for it. Probably not fair. Definitely not fair. I think that's but still, like, even mm. harking back to my former teaching life um, all of a few weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. I think that's still. Former, you're just on but that used to then. really that used to really annoy me. Um, oh, but now I've gone full time now. What? I know after us just saying you can't <laughs> make a career out of going full time. We just did 20 minutes on why that's a disastrous I know, choice. Who knows? I, okay, well, let me walk all that um, back and say there's plenty of opportunities for a talented no, young woman nothing. in comedy. Listen, you're going to be fine. No, no, no. I have to come up with a new day job. That's a fact. But I was something that used to really annoy me about these amazing girls I had yes. like absolutely amazing yep. and they totally downplayed they their smarts down. well you know you even, like, I know you've read this they would, but, I know you've read on the road pretend, you know not to know what I was talking about they put mm. their hand up and say you know I don't know what any of this means blah 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 but then they're giving me like A1 mm-hmm. responses and it just mm. used to frustrate me so much because I was like girls you're amazing you don't have to do this like so that's still very much maybe not as much as it used to be but it still distresses me that girls feel that it's like I have to but be silly guys, and cute but is there not guys that do that as well like oh my god I haven't studied for this I'm totally fucked for this and then it's like you well in my off. experience well, having yeah, taught the boys and the girls like, in a co-ed hmm. I would actually say very much the girls would be doing that much more so than the really? guys that's in my experience do you guys have the, have the uh, 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 negative phrase try hard when you were kids and in school? Uh, it wouldn't that be one that I'd be levied. You kind of, well, you might, yeah, Trying to make hard. it as if like trying hard is cool. Well, lick arse is one thing. Lick arse means you're actively kissing yeah, up yeah, in the future. Yeah. But what? try hard is just being prepared. 
And like, oh, what did you take notes? I'd you say fucking swash. try hard. I'd say in that. I'd say yeah. swash would be more yeah. one that would be hurled. But in try that hard instance. didn't have anything to do with your interaction with the authority figures. It was yeah. just whether or not you studied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a negative. When thing. I was in school, you turn up with like honestly, I just it was. I think I was just landing in this horrendous year at school where you turn up with a pen. And, and it was like, like ah, okay, gay. swat. Or you go yeah. to art class and like, I might have a pair. And be mm. like, ooh, pair. <laughs> like, who do you think you are? Kind of crack. But I, I do think it is. It's just as an aside. Are you serious now? What's a pair? I thought you just meant like a pair, like for a still life drawing. What's a pair? Pair. Sharpener. Sharpener. Oh. Well, you would just, you, would you just call say it sharpener then. It's, it's a pair. Okay. It doesn't pair. You asked the, verb the Irish pair? people. I've I got my rubber sense. and my pairer, and that's what they are, Jim. Rubber, I get. Rub stuff out. That okay. was what the stupid people used to call erasers where I was from. But that's. <laughs> and would you say eraser then? Yes, it's an eraser. It erases yeah. things. I just rubber. feel. Rubber pairer. I want you to pair-er? send a picture of a pairer to the people in your life. It's How a sharpener. What does your wife call it? Who's. I don't know. If, oh my okay, god. Okay, well. Wow. wow. I just think. Who's got the time to be saying sharpener? Because I don't. Do you, Emma? It's a pairer. So this pencil's not sharp enough. This pencil's oh, not pair like, enough? Does no. anyone have a pairer? A There's pair-er? not every. Everyone in Ireland calls it a pair. And the verb is to pair. To pair? Yeah. I've got a pair. I'm pairing my pencil. Wait a minute. Wait, I need to pair this pencil? Yeah. Did you guys used to have the wall mounted sharpeners? No, no, no. None of your fancy shit. You just had the little plastic one with the razor blade and the single screw in the middle. Jim, we saw them in films. We did see the metal these. ones with the yeah, yeah, yeah. They were those like, things were great. They were like vices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like vices. So we did dream of that. You dreamed of maybe if you were education privately, you might have had. But we used to. What you do did. is you go up to the bin. You like yeah. be doing your pairing, but like you'd be taking your you're time taking the with yeah, the pairing. Well, that's, what the, yeah. that's what the benefit of the wall mounted one was because you're like, Miss, because I want to get out of my seat is what you're really saying. Yeah, you go, yeah. can I go sharpen my pencil? Because it's all yeah. the way across the room. I get to walk mm. over there. I get to make noise. That's nice. That's a nice little bit of yeah. distraction. Oh, mm. you you could kill a good five minutes doing that. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what you might just to even prolong what you might do is you might just like knock the nib off and say, oh, gotta oh, I go again. <laughs> you remember thinking you were getting away with something and not realizing your teacher knew exactly I what know, the shit you were doing. I know, and you think how shit you were. just not feeling like calling you out on it. You're like, Haha, the yeah. master like, criminal strikes again. <laughs> I see why Miss J has a clue. She doesn't know what I'm at because I'm so slick. Like, that's like, all kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I just remember, did you remember the yeah. joke? I bet, I bet they're like, oh, it's insane. Like, what you got in that bag? And they're like, nothing. <laughs> well, the, the goat, it's now it's usually always Tommy, and Tommy's the youngest, and he's four. And we're like, call them both in because there'll have been something done in the kitchen. And Tommy now knows the first thing out of his mouth before the sentence is even finished. Was it me? Was it me? And it's like, you've chocolate all over your face. Yeah. You yeah. stick your head in the Nutella And then jar. they give it reasons as to how it got there. We'll see. Well, what happened? Oh, no. There's it never. Was... There's never any reasons. Not yet. It's always oh, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And then just blame someone else. And then some like sometimes they even try and blame Shane like their dad they were like oh it was you and he's like no what like just gets very confused yeah. and then no it's they're pretty bad liars but they go for the lies straight away of course and it gets panicky you know that <laughs> it was him it's a lot of that as well just but do you have fun with it oh yeah yeah, ah, yeah. you get a good yeah, laugh yeah 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 good but also like 
you let 99% of shit slide. You just like, what? so it really wasn't you, huh? And you're thinking to yourself, I can press this, but I'm tired. It's uh, the end of the day. Maybe it's say, not the time for a lesson. Maybe yeah. we could just go get well, look, dinner. And I can say even with, even no. with teaching, you let a lot of stuff slide. Yeah, Especially, you know, absolutely. if you're substituting a class and you go in you're and you're covering for a teacher. Nah, and you're like, job. well, I mean, look... If your regular teacher allows you to smoke in the classroom, I mean, who am I to say? Are you sure, Mr. Roberts, that you smoke? I'm going to check And you're allowed on your phone because I have a meeting with him after this class. Okay. Like, Fair it's enough. just yeah. nobody's got sure. the time I for follow up. I don't have the, I don't want to burn the calories. Um, Jim. Yes. If somebody now, because I don't want us to leave and not mention this, if somebody hadn't watched Seinfeld or kind of knew a little bit about it, where would you recommend that they should start? Should they Ooh, start from question. the very beginning or how should they approach I that? I figure, you know what you would do? Whatever season you start on, start mm. at episode one of that season. Because okay. particularly towards later seasons, they would There's have season-long yeah. recurring characters. Yeah. It was like the second season where they spent half the time running from Crazy Joe Davola. Just cause yes. And they were just hiding from him once in a while. And he would just show up. And th- those are the only things you need to know about. But in between seasons, man, no. Just start with, start with episode one of whatever and okay. go through. I think they're on Amazon. They used yes. to, they, there was a glorious month there where they were available for free on Amazon Prime. And now they're not. Mm. Now Ooh, those them. free trials. Oh. You've got a binge mm. like a motherfucker yeah. to fail that free nah. trial. I was going to ask, were you at the three arena when Jerry Seinfeld yes. was here a few was, years? Uh, everyone everyone says it was like absolutely. the just best gig ever. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd rather see Jerry's. I don't I don't think the three arena is awesome no. for comedy. There's 15,000 no, people ideal. in there. But I'm also not going to let Jerry Seinfeld come to my town and not go see him. Yeah. So yeah. I went and it was fine and you could barely see him because he's far away and tiny and he's on the screen. And the bitch, still... what was that? He that very funny response. Um, somebody shouted up, Kramer's a racist. And he well, said. Well, because he, uh, he asked for questions. He was like, what do you guys want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. the end of it. He was like, well, yeah, you tell and, me. And his response was. He, he made a comedic a error. A comedic error. Funny. Which is what it was. What was it again that he did? You've never seen it? No, I don't oh know if I God. did. So he's getting, he's, okay, A, Kramer's not a stand-up comic. No, he's but not. But he's doing stand-up comedy for whatever reason. He's okay. at the comedy yeah, store yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's getting heckled badly by some guy who's black in the audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he wants to, yell, and there was even an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm about, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm about this. Oh, he wanted yeah. to yell at JB's who was like, if there was some word I could yell at you that would try to hurt your feelings as bad as you've hurt mine right now, I would say it. And then he looks <laughs> around and everybody's filming him. He goes, oh no, not again. And he runs away. Aww. That's the episode of Curb where he talks yeah, about yeah. it. But he, and he, he goes, uh, yeah, for, what did he say? He goes, uh, uh, I'm gonna bo- I'm gonna botch up the quote. If forty years ago you would have been hanging upside down <gasps> from a fork with a fork stuck in your ass, and you're like, what are you, ta- well, are you talking about? Lynching there, Cosmo Kramer? Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're talking about? Because that's kind of fucked up. But what it was was a guy who's flailing on stage and yes. searching for the most hateful thing he could say to say back to him. Yeah. He shouldn't have said that crap. But also like. It's not what he believes. Yeah. It's yeah. what he he was trying to pick the biggest verbal hammer he could think mm-hmm. of. Yeah. And in American culture, that word is the biggest verbal hammer yeah. there is. Yeah. So he decided to use it. Yeah. Got in trouble for it. Uh, yeah. That's totally what happens. Empathize and he obviously them. panicked. Yes. I he would is, say. If you watch the clip, he is not in control. And you know, sometimes I find with comedy, like I'm completely obsessed with Frankie Boyle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I find in that moment where you're being heckled, you're trying to think of something really dark. Yeah. Like the most extreme yep. thing you can I say. Know. But very few people can pull that off. 
Like it's just yeah. not. Oh, also, you know, if it's you're just scrambling for it. It's not going to work anyway. Yeah. You're not in control right now, man. You're not. Oh, it is bad though, it's, isn't it's, it? It's tough. Uh, has it's he come tough. back? For, I mean, is he still doing stand up? I mean, he was. On, they did a season of Curb Your Enthusiasm where they were, the conceit was there. <laughs> Larry was going to do a Seinfeld reunion because he was going to cast his wife as Jerry's wife and get back together with her. His Larry David's ex-wife. <laughs> in the I show. just love Larry David. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He's good. But no, has 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 Michael Richards done anything besides that, dude? I don't think so. Yeah. But he, as you say, he was never a stand-up. No, really. he wasn't a comic. Right, right. Yeah, he no, was no, good no. at barging into rooms. Exactly. Did you Google the other characters that were considered for, or actors that were considered for George? Ooh, no. Before it, before it went out there? Do you know who Paul Schaefer is? Little bald yes. guy works with David From Letterman. From Mad About You. Yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Here's one. Here's a good one. Danny DeVito no. was considered for the role. Yep. Oh. Nathan Lane. Who's Tub- I know Nathan Tubby Lane. guy from the producers with Matthew Broderick. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, Larry Miller. Really. Comic bald talks a lot about yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Since last one was team, Steve Buscemi. I have to say mm. though, George is George. Jason Alexander yeah. nailed it. Yeah, I read yeah, this yeah. one kind of sad interview with him actually where he was was talking to like an acting professor of his and Mm. uh, the guy was like you clearly have a depth of soul unfortunately with the way you look you will never play the Dane like and you're like oh I'm gonna be a clown I just have to be a clown I'm short and bald and of course like super talented but you're not going to get the part, dude. You don't have the shoulders yeah, or the jaw yeah. for it. You're never like, going to be Hamlet. But you can work yeah. for the rest you're of never your life. Be yeah. Don't have to rely but on. But locally, if yeah. you're if your buddies with Jerry, yeah, it'll all come. And of course, Jerry hates the stand up in Seinfeld now, doesn't he? Does he? I think so. Oh, I think he's like, oh. well, you know the way I yourself as you evolve yeah, as yeah. a comedian. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, no, I think he said. kind of views it as nonsense. Jerry, Jerry uses a lot of old ass jokes in his act. Does man. he? I went to go, I saw him in Dublin, and then I went to New York, and I saw him at the Beacon Theater when he was doing that uh, that thing there. And I heard jokes that I recognized from high school, from thirty years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what? That makes me feel better though, because I'm constantly berating myself for not writing material. And well, he's he. Well, there's a whole okay, and this sucks now because of, of what Louis C.K. is or turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Have, you ever, have you ever watched Talking Funny? It's Chris oh. Rock and Larry Seinfeld. Larry Seinfeld. It's Chris <laughs> Rock and Jerry Seinfeld and Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais just sitting in four overstuffed chairs talking about comedy for an hour. Okay. And they're talking about that, about how Chris Rock every year and a half has a completely new hour material. And Louis C.K. at the time was doing He's a new so hour So prolific. Day. And Jerry was like, no, absolutely not. Maybe every year I get rid of 10% of my jokes. Maybe. And okay. the rest of them are jokes that I've been working on for years and years and years and years and years because that's what an act is. That's what you're supposed to do. You're a Interesting. comic. Interesting. Just different ways to think about it. Mm. I mean, Chris Rock is he's, he's pretty prolific great for turning over stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 What was Ricky Gervais' take on it? Uh, Ricky Gervais was just there because he was buddies with all those guys, <laughs> and they were like, openly... "It's not about hey mate, hey mate." I love The Office. Me too. But just Ricky Gervais is an individual. There is something about him. He's not He's he's always banging on about dogs. It's like, why don't you have a dog? I know. We've actually started watching The American Office. Again, we were like, I think Steve Carell is actually better in the part because he is just essentially more likable. So it makes Mm. the character funny when he's doing it. Isn't it interesting that like... Sorry, we would all agree in the office 
genius. Genius. But yet, Ricky is just, there's something about him. And I, I, find I, don't see why that's, I don't see why that's uh, a hard thing to say. You can say somebody's one of the greatest comedy writers of all time, and he's yeah. not that good a comic. They're different skills. Yeah, Why that's true. Be great. You could take somebody who's the greatest uh, uh, novelist of all time and be like, I saw that play that he wrote, Shite. You're like, yeah, because that's different. It's yeah, a play. That you it's can make the separation. Yeah. I, like it's... That's very interesting that he said he only dispenses at about 10%. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't be going to see Jerry Seinfeld two years in the row in the Tree <laughs> Arena. That's oh, for yeah, sure. Um, Jim, oh yes, before yep. we wrap it up What's this? I know we mentioned the Rose Battle Rose yes, Battle, facebook.com forward slash Rose Battle Dublin um, You can follow me on Twitter at Jim Petuous um, that, That's it, that's all That's all we're pimping it We don't have a YouTube channel for it yet Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to put up the Emma and Julie J. Roast tomorrow <sighs> When this are comes we out. ready? So, Facebook.com and her bloody raisins. Roast about that was such a great joke. Don't oh, say anymore. Don't I will say it. no more. That is a okay. great joke. I will say no more. A fantastic. Sticks and stones. Fantastic okay. joke. I have been Jeannie J. I've been Emma Dorn. And Jim Elliott. Thank you so much, Thank you very much for having me. Thank, Thank you, listener. Yes. God bless. He's a bad breaker upper. He says the mean things you don't mean. But he This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.